Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E. I have a very special guest. He's a fellow podcaster. He is the CFO, founder, and co-host of Next Level University. Welcome to the show, Kevin Palomari. Wise, thank you for having me, my friend. I'm excited to chat all things podcasting. Oh, yes. The pleasure's on mine, <laughs> brother. The pleasure's on mine, because you have, you have a really dope podcast, man. I appreciate that. So, all right, one of my things is, how, what did you, okay, what got you into podcasting? Yeah, I, it was kind of an accident. I think for most people it something happens and they say, oh, you know what, I'm going to do a, I'll do a podcast. So I made six figures. I made a hundred thousand dollars. And I remember I opened my final pay stub of the year. And I assumed that this quote unquote success was going to make all of my problems go away. It didn't. It actually made me realize that I had not done any of the inner work. I realized wise that for most of my life, I'd lived unconsciously. The opposite of unconscious was hyperconscious. I started a podcast called the Hyperconscious Podcast. And that was just it. I, I wanted to have deep conversations with deep humans, much like I'm sure we're going to do today. And that was it in the beginning. It was just me being passionate about conversation and saying, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to come of this. I don't know if I'm going to be any good at it, but I want to learn how to do it. And that was it. I started in 2017. So... Did starting a podcast lead you to starting a business or were you already, did you already have your business and then start the podcast? No. So I started the podcast. I ended up, so after I made the money and I started the podcast, I fell out of love with my job to the point where I hated it. I didn't want to do it anymore. I wanted to do this podcast thing, but in the beginning, it's not very sustainable to do that because you're not making any money. No, so absolutely not. I started calling out of work. I started showing up late. I would leave the job site early. And it got to the point wise where I was so miserable at my job that I was debating suicide. And after wow. that happened, I ended up leaving my job a few months after that kind of rock bottom moment. And that's when I went all in on podcasting with my business partner. And then it was probably like a year and a half later when I said, Hey, I can't do this for free anymore. I have to find a way to start making money or I'm going to run out of money. And that's when we really started to build the business after we, we had the consistency of doing an episode every week. And at that point, I think we were doing multiples. And then we really understood our audience at a deep level, which helped, but it really was, okay, I'm doing social media. We're doing interviews. I need to start making money. So I started coaching people for free. And then after a couple months, I just went to those people and said, Hey, I can't do this for free anymore because I actually have like five people that I'm working with. What do you think of $50 a call? And that's how our, that's how our business started. Our, our business started with free coaching and then us coaching people for $50 an hour. That was the very beginning for us. Yeah, that's, 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 it's a, like with me, I'm, to, I'm getting to that point where I'm really don't want to be at work and I want to focus on doing this full time. Cause I, I do, I, I do three live shows a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday now. And when I first started, I was strictly audio and I, and I would release an episode once a week or whatever. And then mm -hmm. I transitioned to pre-recorded video last year. Mm -hmm. And then just a couple of months ago, I transitioned to live shows and, and from, and it's been to the point where the, the audience is growing and, and, and I'm wanting to do this more. I'm, I'm finding myself leaving work early, wanting to do this much more frequently because it's, I don't enjoy working for someone else. I don't enjoy helping someone else build their empire, build, build up their wealth and mean, have something here that I love to do. And that I know if I really work hard at it and be consistent, which is something you said that is key. Be consistent with it. I can actually make a living doing this, yeah. and so little by little, I'm learning skills. I'm editing other people's podcasts. I actually started producing a friend's podcast, and it's and it's these little things that are helping me get to the point where eventually it's going to be like, 
all right, I'm retiring this job because this is what I want to do. I love this part of, I love being able to talk to people and have some great conversations and learn while I'm, while I'm doing my podcast. Yeah. And like I said, I have a lot of people who are, I have, I have a lot of podcasters who are independent podcasters who want to make this a career, but don't know how. Mm. So yeah. I, I love bringing on guests that can help with that. And yeah. as as I said, you have a top 100 podcast, man. The, the one, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The, the one interesting thing that I think most podcasters need to realize is you will, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but the odds of you going the advertising sponsorship affiliate market and making a living is slim to none. I mean, you just need... We're doing right now twenty to thirty thousand downloads a month. That wouldn't be sustainable for us, right? Like that's there's no way we would make that kind of money off of it. Now it's interesting, and I think this will evolve as the the podcast market increases. But now services, the hosts are offering you quite literally pennies, but they're offering you. I think it's like one point four cents per download to let you to let them run sponsors or ads on your show. I think that number will come up in time, but the way for most people, it's gonna be through one-on-one coaching, it's gonna be through group coaching, it's gonna be through courses, it's gonna be the thing that is you adding the most value to your audience ultimately. Podcasting is not a passive thing like a lot of people think it is. It really is at the top of your business, you gotta add more value. You have to nurture your audience through every single thing that you do. And then at the bottom of your business, you have to have some sort of value proposition that helps your audience get a result that they want. I haven't seen anything work as well as coaching because I mean, $150 for an hour of your time versus say you, you have a mug that costs you a dollar to make and you make and you sell it for five bucks, you get a $4 profit. You got to do that 45 times to make that kind of money. Yeah. The numbers just aren't there for, for most people when it comes to that. So I think that understanding is very important. If you have 100 people listening to your show, the odds of you being able to just go get a free client are pretty high. I mean, if you start talking about it on your podcast, hey, I'm looking to do some beta coaching. Uh, I'm going to be taking five people, totally free, no strings attached. I just want to see if coaching is for me and get to learn about the audience at a deeper level. You'd be surprised at the the conversion rate of something like that. I've never thought of something like that. I've honestly, me doing what I'm doing, I've I've always thought that, like with me, like I said, I've got picked up clients by offering my services services as far as editing and mm-hmm. and help help helping people create their podcast because I know what I went through when I when I first started. Like I I know I didn't know anything about SEOs. I didn't know anything about descriptions, thumbnails, any of that. Yep. All I did was upload and released an episode i didn't yeah. put descriptions and any of that and then and, hope for the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> and but slowly but surely I, I started doing my research started learning from people started networking with podcasters that have been doing it for years and they're explaining to me this is why you need to put a thumbnail this is why you need to put a description this is why you put put hashtags this is why you do all these things to help your podcast to a different audience this is why you you go on other podcasts because you reach and you reach a, a different audience when you go when you appear on other podcasts. So yeah. slowly but surely, surely I was learning new things. And again, we go back with consistency. Once I started being more consistent with my podcast, with my releases, with doing everything I had to do to help promote it, my numbers started growing. People and when I first started, it was hard for me to get a guest. Yeah. It was real difficult and. Eventually, I kept going, trying, trying. They started, no started tendering the yes, yes. People started tuning in. People started listening and sending me messages like, hey, I heard your podcast. I would love to be a guest. I think I can provide such and such services to your audience. And I'm like, mm. cool. Like, all right. I remember when people were like ignoring <laughs> me or ghosting me completely. And to be able to, to go to do to see like when I first started, like I said, when I first started, my first episode was like five minutes long, but it was just I had I had been one in the podcast since 2019, and I was just making excuses like, oh man, who's gonna want to listen to me? I saw it horrible. Nah, I'm not gonna do this. And then one day I just finally just pressed record, and I recorded me and my nephew. I, I remember how I started. I held the cell phone to the mic because I didn't even have the jacks 
the jack from the phone to the mixer because I didn't have one yet. I didn't know all the equipment I needed. Mm. And so I just held the phone to the mic and he spoke through the mic and it was five minutes long. And then the second episode was seven. And if we set with each episode, it just started 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And, and I just started getting more comfortable with it. And once I really started having, cause when I, when I first started, it was just me and my nephew and, or sometimes it would just be me coming on and ranting about work or whatever was going on, politics or whatever. And I enjoyed the podcasting. I enjoyed talking and all that, but I just didn't enjoy the content. So when I switched to the conversation pieces and being able to have some great conversations, I was like, and focusing more on creating positive content and not just relying on what was in the media or what was in the news or all, all that. Mm things started switching, the energy switched and the people that I started speaking with and the guests that I started attracting were some were just great. Like mm. the energy and just the conversations that I was having, I was learning so much. So it got to a point where I was like, I started feeling kind of selfish because I'm learning so much and I'm getting to speak to all these amazing people. And one of my guests said, no, that's not being selfish. That that's self love. That's you wanting to look. Because if you weren't sharing the content, then you're being selfish. Mm -hmm. But you're sharing this content and you're sharing these people's stories and you're sharing what they what they're doing out there. They're like, nah, man, you're you're doing the right thing. Yeah. And when they told me that, that, that's when I really started grinding. I started really making sure I was just being consistent with it. Just making sure I kept. I, don't, I just kept going and just like i would take a break when i would feel like that i'm burning myself out like mm, maybe i should take a couple of days off a couple of weeks off or so but i had so much content that i could take a couple of weeks off yeah. and still have release an episode a week so doing be, being consistent was really key for me yeah one of the things i get asked most often and i feel like I feel sad that I can't give a better answer, but people say like, how did you do it? And I, we just never missed wise. I've, we've, we have 1,130 episodes. And since Alan and I partnered up at episode like 20, we've never missed. That's how we've done it. We just don't miss. And like, we don't miss social. I mean, I miss social media posts occasionally, but we don't miss. We're just very consistent human beings. One of the other things that I really think is, I mean, it, it seems like it would be common sense, but common sense isn't always common practice no it's not <laughs> right understanding your audience who is listening to your show one of the one of the biggest issues that i see with shows is they're not niched enough they want to talk about everything with everybody it's very hard to build an audience that way i know joe rogan did it but again 99.99999 right, <laughs> right they're not joe rogan so you have to be very very clear in understanding my pro my podcast solves blank problem in blank way for blank people. If you can get down to that level of clarity, then you really start to attract your ideal listener. And that's just another layer that when I do, I mean, at this point, I've done hundreds of, of podcast breakthrough calls with people I, I have never met. So I got a real good idea of, well, how is the podcast industry trending? How are people doing? Most people have no idea who their listeners are. If you don't know who your listener is, so think of it this way. On a scale of one to 10, this is the question I ask. On a scale of one to 10, how well do you know your listener? Somebody will say, ah, it's like a four. Okay. On a scale of one to 10, how well are you nurturing your listeners through adding value at multiple points of your business? And they'll say like six, cool. On a scale of one to 10, at the bottom of your business, how aligned are your offerings in terms of their what's best for your audience? And they'll say, ah, seven. And I say, I understand what you're saying, but the fact that you only understand your audience at a level four means the other two things can't be any higher than that. Your numbers are off, you just don't know it. The, re the reason you're not getting results is not based on what you think, it's probably based on your lack of awareness of who your audience is. That is the first thing. That is the first thing that you have to understand. And that's where I go back to doing stuff for free. In the beginning, I'm of the belief that people shouldn't give you money in the beginning until you have a, a warm enough relationship with them. I really believe that. So when you're doing free calls, when you're doing free podcasts, when you're doing free live events or whatever it is, monthly meetups, 
what you're doing is you're giving your audience the opportunity to self-identify and come out of the woodwork and say, I am the type of person that listens to wise. Then you can get information on your audience. And then that's how you build those, those deep relationships based on value. Awesome. Awesome. It, for, it's, it's been great because for me, I'm, I'm still learning my audience. I, I'm, I, but I have a solid following. I have people that I've been following me since day one mm. and they continue to support me and they keep cheering me on. And, and I love that. And people start thinking, Oh, I need to grow my audience to this, to 10,000. I figure like if I get 1000 loyal listeners that mm. support me, that get what I, whatever I'm offering the programs I'm offering names buy it. And that's good compared to having 10,000 people as what are downloads, but aren't really supporting you. Yeah. Aren't really buying your programs. Aren't really taking the courses that you're offering or, or taking whatever, or even participating even in some of the free stuff that you offer. Yeah. It's just like, okay, all right, whatever. It's just, Crazy, but when you get that that core one thousand people that are just truly following you and listening to you, and and if you you put out a course or, or purchase in it, that's 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 awesome. That's like yeah. that's to me is is having like I said, having more than the ten thousand that aren't really supporting. Yeah, we we just got a speech. So we live in I live in New Hampshire. My business partner lives in Massachusetts. We just got a speech in Wisconsin. So we're gonna fly out to Wisconsin. I don't know if it's next month. Wow. But it's it's 1,100 kids, and I think it's like 60 members of the staff. But think of it this way. This is a great way to think about it. It's three rounds of 330 students. So it's going to be three separate speeches with 330 students. If you got 330 downloads last month, you might think to yourself, ah, that's not that much. Go talk in front of 330 people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people, and that's I what that's what people and that's people don't look at it that way. I know podcasters don't look at it that way. If you get five hundred downloads this past month, like you said, that's five hundred people you've reached. It's a lot of people. It is because if you was in a room, because if you exactly if you were in a room and you saw five hundred people in front of you, yeah. you were speaking in front of them, you would be like, "Wow, this is a lot of people." Be crapping myself is what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen, wise. It, but this is the thing too. You have to understand as a podcaster, it's so important to measure and recognize the data. If you're not tracking your listens every day, you're missing out on a massive amount of data. Track your listens, graph them, research your episode titles. Episode titles are so important. They're way more important than people realize. I just got off a call, coaching call with two clients. We just, they rebranded and then they rebranded again. And I said, hey, we have to bring these titles up. These titles are not good enough. They're not going to attract people in. They've had the highest three months they've ever had three months in a row. I know why. It's not that they lost these listeners. It's that they weren't bringing the listeners back because their titles weren't captivating. I think that your titles should be a, I don't know the exact percentage yet, but I think it's like a 60-40 split of curiosity and certainty curiosity five ways to build confidence the curiosity is well what are the five ways the certainty is i'm going to leave this episode with more confidence than i came with that's a great title that's a great title so understanding the importance of titling that's where a lot of people a lot of people they don't know their audience and if you don't know your audience you you don't know the words that they click on you don't know the buzzwords that they're searching for it makes titling your episodes really hard and you're missing out on some very easy impact the people might be there, but they might look at the episode and say, hmm, yeah, that's not for me. Maybe next week. That's why I I love, I met you through Podmatch. Mm. We connected through Podmatch and I love the platform. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a platform where they actually giving something back to the creators. Yeah. Um, if, if you sign up for the, for the, the podcast hosting package, they actually share a commission of what they get from certain clients that they have on the service and to me is that's amazing because not I, I don't i don't any of the other platforms that i use don't do that mm. and so they 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 give you the link where if someone signs up through your link to be as a host or whatever other packages you get a commission monthly from that from that link from that mm. one client 
And that's something to me was 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 dope because I'm like, this is giving someone who has doesn't have the biggest audience and biggest followings an opportunity to make some money and feel good about like even though it's it's a little bit of money, but it's it's you're like, wow, I made mm. this much. Cause yeah. I I when I signed up in June, I was from June, I paid June, July, August, September. And I've been paying every month, but in September I cashed when I uh cashed out at one point, I cashed out for 119 bucks. Mm. When I said when I had spent 18 bucks mm. in three months. That's nice. It, 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 to me, that's like and, and it's just to be and to me it was dope because I don't charge anybody to be on my show. It, so to be able to get paid to actually conversate and do what I love to do was like, okay. You're gonna pay me to do what I'm what I want to do, and yeah. and I'm having a great time doing. All right, dope. Let me just continue. So I I promote it. I I, I share the links. I anytime I see it, any, and that's something that I, I a lot of people that are coming to podcasting are their problem is they don't know where to find guests from. Yeah, for they, sure. When, when they're joining Facebook groups, and and of course when you join Facebook groups, mm-hmm. you begin to. Oh, I'll, I'll sell you. I would uh, promote your podcast for twenty dollars and get you ten thousand downloads. Whereas you, if you join a platform like Podmatch, they have a they use AI to actually match you with your guest. Yeah. So I I'm like okay. So when I'm when I'm when I'm trying to when someone asks me a question like, how do you uh? find guests for your podcast i'm like i use such such, and i use different platforms i just don't use podmatch i use uh, matchmaker fm um a couple of other ones and then i use i use certain facebook groups as well Mm -hmm. so i tell people you you go look for them you this at first i didn't know anyone in podcasting i had to do my research i had to go and and do the work you're not going to come in into podcasting and you're going to get all these guests that go and come enjoy do your show because they're like i'm dude no (laughs) (laughs) this is this is um yeah no you don't have the numbers and that's one of the first things when i first like that's the first question some people ask me like how many downloads do you get a month how many how much episode or whatever i'm like i'm just starting out and they're like no but eventually as i got consistent and started doing more shows and people started saying yes. And I got one of the, some of the, one of my biggest guests this year was Bob Doyle. And that to me was amazing because I, I the secret, I, I love reading. I, I, love, I enjoyed reading the book and I love the documentary, the movie as well. And to have him, his team reach out and be like, Bob Doyle would like to be a guest on your show was like, wow. Mm. That, that to me was like, okay. I just had um Alex Sanfilippo in September. He is the creative pod match. He's been doing this for quite some time. I actually got the honor of meeting Alex at Podfest this past May. Mm. And to have him on my show and, and and have a great conversation with him to me was was dope too because he's someone I look up to as well. He's someone I'm I'm like I consider a mentor because whenever I reach out to him and ask him questions, he's all he's more than willing to help. Yeah. And to be able to speak to these people is like, if you would have told me this two, three years ago, I would like, nah, you crazy. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to speak to these people. I don't know. I'm not that, that big or you're just like, mm, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be that successful or whatever it is, but to, to have them actually be a part of my show is like, all right, I got something yeah. going. This is dope. This is dope. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a great time. And, and it's just, it's just me finding what I love to do, my passion. It's a small world. And this is the thing too, and it's weird. When somebody comes on your show, they kind of benchmark where you are. It's almost like, all right, yeah, I remember that that wise guy. Oh, wow, he's done 300 episodes since then. I had this really, really, it was a very humbling, weird, in a, in a good way moment. You know Evan Carmichael? You know who Evan Carmichael is? Yes. We had Evan on our show. Wow years ago years ago and he said yeah i'll give you guys 20 minutes i'm doing this like this world uh, this this um 
national tour, so I'll be driving around. I'm only doing 20 minute episodes. And we're like, whatever, 20 minutes is great. Like we're in. So we get on the call with him and at the 20 minute mark, cause I'm always focused on time and making sure the guest gets off on time. I have to do it. Yeah. That's, that's, I'm a logistics guy. And he, I was like, Ev, we'll let you go. Thanks so much for having, or thanks so much for joining us. And he was like, no, no, keep going. You guys are awesome. I want to keep going. So we ended up doing an hour with Evan. Wow. So fast forward. And this is, this is the interesting thing. We, we over delivered, we over delivered with our interview skills. He and his team emailed us and said, Hey, Evan is hosting some people to interview him in Toronto. Do you want to come up to Toronto uh, dance salsa, which he owns and interview him? And we were like, yeah, absolutely. So we packed up all our stuff. We drove 10 hours to Toronto and we interviewed Evan. When we were up there, we were having an event in Florida and we wanted Evan to speak. So when we were up there, we brought it up to him. He ended up speaking at one of our events. Now this is the weird part. We crossed episode 1000 and that's something we talked to him about a long time ago when we were at like episode 100 yeah. and he sent me a DM out of nowhere. It was so, it was so awesome. He's like, Kev, congrats on a thousand episodes. I see you guys are crushing it. Let's do a reunion episode. Like let's do a 1000 episode reunion. I'll come back on, reach out to the team. At one point, somebody who we were just so excited to get on the podcast is now DMing me saying, Hey, congrats. And that's awesome because real recognize real like somebody who is consistent showing up every day he sees that in somebody else and he wants to mentor people like that he wants to mentor people like that so to your point people are watching it might not seem like it and they might not come out of the woodwork for a long time but people are watching what you're doing and this is the other thing too i would say this is probably the most valuable piece of advice i could give a podcaster two things one study business if you have a very limited understanding and knowledge of the way business works, sales, marketing, margins, profit, you know, the way to build a, an actual business system, study business. The second thing, treat your podcast like a business. One of the things I see in so many people wise is they wait to invest too long. It's like, well, I'm not, no, I'm not going to get a new mic. I don't make any money yet. When you're, when you're starting up a store, you got to buy the store long before you have the customers or long before you have the, the revenue in order to, to grow your podcast. Sometimes it's going to cost you money up front and you got to be willing to take that risk. You're absolutely right. When I first started, I started with a Behringer studio, I paid 160 bucks on Amazon for it yep. came with the mixer headset and the mic and it, it did the job. Um, I get furloughed from my job in, in March of 2020 and so i'm getting extra money from the government whatever and instead of going out and spend the money on clothing <laughs> or sneakers or something stupid or whatever i go and decide that i'm going to invest in a roadcaster pro mm -hmm. i'm going to get me a mic i'm going to get me a, a quality camera i'm going to invest in some lights because i felt people started really tuning in and listening and downloading. And I felt like, Hey, these people are giving me something very precious, which is their time. Mm. Now it's time for me to step up and give them better quality sound, better quality, quality, uh, quality video, and just improving on my overall podcast. Because if I'm seriously wanted, if I seriously wanted to do this, then I need to improve. I can't just continue to be the same way i need them to see the growth in the podcast i need them to see hey he's i remember when he started out and he he did five ten minutes and now i'm doing 35 45 minutes yesterday um i was speaking to someone they were like oh we're gonna go probably for like 35 45 minutes we almost spoke for an hour and a half mm -hmm. and it's being able to do that and be proud of that be proud that of the sound that I'm putting out and the quality that I'm putting out because I felt that if I'm serious and this is what I really want to do, I have to invest in myself. Yeah. I have That's to so take important. the courses. I have to take courses on helping me improve, learn marketing, learning how to grow my audience on YouTube, learning how to promote on TikTok, learning how to promote on Instagram. I need to do learn these things because this is this is only going to help me grow my podcast. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff that you learn, 
that becomes parts that you can monetize. The fact, this is, I would tell all podcasters this, if you like audio editing and video editing, you're closer to a business than you realize because nobody else does. <laughs> That's just a fact. Nobody, nobody else really, no. yeah. When you go in Facebook groups, what is the number one post? Hey, how do you I audio edit? edit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I audio edit? Is, is anybody in here want to do it? And then even deeper, how do I video edit? How do I video edit? I remember, I remember seeing, so I, Joe Rogan is one of the reasons I was aware of podcasting. I think that's pretty common. Yeah. A lot of people started podcasts because of Joe, of Rogan, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, yeah. Yeah, right? So I remember I used to see these teaser clips. There were these really cool clips on his, on his social media from the podcast. And I remember telling Alan, I said, if we want to grow, we got to do that. And he was like, all right, man, one of my friends is a director. He uses this program called Adobe Premiere. Download it and figure it out. And I was like, all right, cool. It took me 16 hours, and I'm not even kidding. It took me 16 hours. My laptop crashed twice, and I had to buy a new laptop to make the first one-minute teaser clip. It took me that long to make one minute of a teaser clip. Now our production company, very similar to what you're going to be doing, we that company, that part of our company was over six figures last year. That was based on a video that I created because I had to figure out how to do it. Now I had the knowledge to do it. So when we when we found a team, it was like, all right, this is what is working. This isn't what working. Let's try this. Let's improve this. Let's get rid of this. It's not worth it. It helped me understand what was actually valuable for other people. But that was a massive amount of pain. I hated that. I don't want to do that for 16 hours. But in the long run, much to your point, into your approach, that will be something that you can monetize 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. That's what I do now. I edit other people's audio yeah. and video feeds. Perfect. That's how, I, that's, how I'm, that's how I'm able to make some money besides looking for the sponsors and looking for the ad money yep. because it's that's it's people think they're going to jump in they're going to get 10,000 downloads and the ads are going to just come pouring in and why not monetize skills that you develop from yep. doing your podcast and one of the things I developed was editing yep started doing using Canva started creating thumbnails those are things another business you can sell, you can help sell thumbnails to people who want who don't want to do the thumbnails for their their podcast? Yeah. What there's so many different things. There's so many different ways I've been able to monetize myself, and it's not relying on ads and it's not relying on sponsors. Yeah. Well, you got the hustle. You got the hustle, and that's you know you have to ask yourself why are you starting in the first place? If you're starting a podcast to do less work and make more money, I hate to break it to you, but you're most likely not going to make it. No. it that's it's I know it's the sexy thing and you see a lot of people doing it. But you don't do a lot of much for you don't do a lot of work. Expect to do a lot of work. You gotta do a lot of work. Especially <laughs> in the beginning when nobody's listening and yep. your social media feeds get nothing and nobody wants to come on your show. You're quite literally building a brand from the ground up. Yeah. And you you have to understand what that's gonna entail. Now I know you hear this person sold their show to Spotify for hundred million and this person sold their show to Spotify for forty million. Again, those are the outliers. That will not happen to ninety nine point nine repeating percent of humans. No, it, it, the ones that you hear are the people who have a brand. Yeah. Are people who have a name. Yeah. So it took Joe Rogan a long time to build up his podcast so mm -hmm. he can get that hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. It was the he, he he hadn't been he hadn't just start, people see the success now, but they don't see all the hard work you go through. Yeah, they don't see the the nights that you spend editing. They don't see the nights that you, the mornings you wake up like, oh man, I gotta get this out. I gotta gotta get this done. They don't see that. Oh man, this this guest called out on me. I gotta find another guest now in less than an hour or so. They don't see any of that. They just see the success part. They only see once you hit the top, and they're like. Oh man, look how look how easy he has. He get, he's get this money now. And look. no, I worked hard for what I'm, I'm. I'm working hard at what I'm doing. I'm trying to build something here. I'm. I have a nine to five, and I still come home now. And Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I do my lives, and Thursday, Fridays, I focus on editing other projects for other people. Mm. And and so I have to I have to schedule out then i still have to find time to promote on on social media and and help grow my community and and it's not easy work yeah. but when you love what you're doing it's so much fun yeah so it's why not best. get paid to do what you love to do yeah it's the best 
I always say that I think many people have their P's in the wrong order. They start something because it's profitable and they try to convince themselves that they're passionate about it. When if you start something because you're passionate about it, you will quite literally be forced to learn how to stay in the pool and swim. And I yeah. think that's the best, the best thing in the world. If you didn't like this, you would never go through all the the stress of doing it. But the fact that you love it, you're quite literally saying to yourself, how do I keep doing this? How do I do more of this? How do I get better at this? That's, you gotta love what you're doing because if you don't, you're not going to, you're not gonna wanna commit to getting better. And then you'll never end up getting the results. That's why you gotta love it. If you don't love podcasting, it's probably not for you. For you, yeah. It's not for you. Everybody, everybody, everybody screams about the, oh, 2.5 million podcasts have been started. How many, how many are actually active right now? Yeah. 25% of that, 30% of that. Probably even less than that. Yeah, I, probably. I, I, I think it's less than half a million podcasts are active. Yeah. So, yeah. and because people start, they start a podcast, they get into, they get six, seven episodes in and they're like, this is a lot of work. Mm. I can't yeah. do this no more. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you see, and then you find a lot of shows that just have six to 10 episodes and that's it. And they haven't released the episode in a year or two yeah. because once they start, they re they start to realize, man, it's not easy. Yeah. yeah. There's so much things you gotta do. Yeah. It's a graveyard. It's a graveyard. I have clients that come to me and they're like, Hey, I'd like to name my, my podcast blank and we'll look it up. And it's like, they're like, Oh no, that person has it. And I said, they haven't produced an episode since 2018. I think you're going to be fine. I think you're going to be fine. Like that, that show is no longer in existence. It's just not. So don't worry about it. If you can, the, the important understanding is oftentimes, and it's not across the board, but oftentimes the lower the barrier to entry, the higher the failure rate. Understand that anybody can sign up for a gym. You can go to yeah, the gym, to and gym. Just, <laughs> right? Give them $29, sign your name and you have a gym membership, but it's very easy to do. It doesn't mean it's going to get done. Yeah. The, the lower the barrier to entry, the higher the failure rate. So just understand I've seen a lot of people that started at the same time that we started that they made it five episodes. They made it seven episodes wise. Some people made it a hundred, right? But then it was like, I'm either a, I'm not getting the results I wanted. B I'm not having the impact I wanted. C I don't love this. Like I thought I would, you know, and maybe, maybe it was on to the next thing. The other thing too, is it's not for everybody. Podcasting is not for everybody no. being on camera, speaking, interviewing. It's not for everyone, no. Yeah. It's not for everybody. And that's okay too. Yeah. And for me, it's just, it's, um, I've, I've applied for, uh, to speak at, at PodFest because this past March, I did my first speaking engagement for a, a guest of mine. She it's like, I'm having a, a woman's event and I would love for you to be a guest speaker. Mm. And I was, I was honored. I was like, okay, I never really thought about going into that realm. And for her to ask me to be a guest that like really opened up my eyes to yeah. other opportunities. So I was like, you know what? I want to apply to be a speaker at PodFest because podcasting is something I love to talk about. I have something I, f I feel I have value to bring to to the table. And so I'm waiting. Uh, hopefully by today or tomorrow, or for, I mean today or Friday, I will know if I was accepted into it. But it was me stepping out of my comfort zone. And, and I guess to me, it was like the next logical step. It was to go into public speaking. Mm. Same. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it wise, but my business partner is like, well, we're podcasters. I mean, we speak ready, right? Yeah. Speaking's not that much different. Hey, it's different, isn't it? It's a lot yeah, different. It's a lot different. It's a, it's lot, a lot different. different. But once you get comfortable yeah. and you start talking and just, it's like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. And, and at first I was nervous and, but by the end of it, people were like, oh man, great job. Get a good job. And that was like, to me, like, all right. Okay. I could do this. Survive. <laughs> yeah. I'm Survive. alive. I didn't, I didn't have a heart attack while I was doing it. Yeah. Well, that's one of the most valuable things. And you said that earlier, you don't get a lot of opportunities to sit down with somebody for an hour and just kind of talk about whatever you want to talk about. It, podcasting gives you that unique opportunity because you never know. Somebody messaged me today about being in their book. It's like, Oh, cool. I didn't expect that. That's not what I wanted. I didn't ask. Cool. <laughs> I had another person that I did a call with today that said, Hey, I want to put you on a list of people that I'll reach out to when I'm looking for speakers. Cool. I love that. That's awesome. Right. But that's number one, because I've done so many episodes that I've practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and the compound effect of everything that we're doing is paying off, but you never know. You never know what's going to happen in five years. If you start today, 
as long as you're consistent, I can guarantee you'll have more results than you have today. Will you have the same amount of results? Maybe not, but you'll have more results than you do today for sure. Yeah. yeah no. And and that's that's again that goes back to being consistent. That you have to you have to continue to put out content so people realize like he's serious about what he's doing. Yes. This is this is someone who's dedicated to what he's doing. Let's see what he got. And 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 that's the only way that's the only way to, to grow. To me, I would have never thought I would have three thousand subscribers on YouTube. Over fifteen hundred followers on Instagram, over nineteen hundred followers on on TikTok. Those numbers to me are—they might seem small to other people to me, but they're, they're big numbers to me because I—I I, I wasn't someone into media. I was—I'm a table games dealer as a profession. Hmm. So yeah, I, I, I interact with customers and stuff like that. I—I kind of build that through my job is being able to know because when you're when you're a table games dealer you have to be entertaining you have mm. to while you're taking these people's money you have to entertain <laughs> them <laughs> so you got to make them laugh you have a good you have to have good attitude and stuff yeah. like that so <laughs> if not there's they're not gonna like you i mean they're already not gonna like well, you that I've, much, I've, so. listen, I've been called plenty of names believe me. yeah i can imagine <laughs> i can imagine well hey look it's this is what you get Gamb it's called gambling for a reason. For a reason it's not yeah. called winning. It's called gambling. And I explain sometimes, <laughs> like, oh yeah, uh, sometimes, sometimes when, they, when people find out that I'm a table game dealer, oh yeah, is there any tips you can give me so I can win? I'm like, yeah, uh, stay out of the casino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what? I'm like, yeah, stay out of the casino. They're not built yeah. for you to win. Yeah. I don't think anything is. That's the interesting thing is, honestly, podcasting isn't built for you to win either. It's built for the the cream always rises to the top. If you can be more consistent and get a little bit better than everybody else every day, you can win. But the yeah. vast majority of us statistically won't unless you go above and beyond. That's the thing. That I mean, it's the effort, it's the awareness, it's the consistency, it's the commitment. That's what separates people who start podcasts to people who end up making them into a business. And But I'll also say this, and I do think this is important. I always want to say, and I say this to my clients, our results are not typical. Like the fact that we make, you know, multiple six figures where we're at, that's not typical. And most people won't. So I want to make sure that everybody has their own unique measure of success. It probably isn't what we're doing. There's two of us. There's a lot going on. There's, you know, we have a 15 person team. There's a lot that is going on behind the scenes that people don't know yet. So that's important too. make sure you're creating your own unique idea of what success is. Absolutely. And to me, it's I've I measure my success with how many people like the messages that I receive from people like, oh, I needed to hear this message. I had to hear this interview. That interview was dope to me. That interview really me and a friend of mine, we did an episode and uh he's he's a real successful uh, real estate agent in Brooklyn. And we just had a great conversation. We talked about self-development. Um goal setting, uh, law of attraction. We just had a great conversation. And someone who went to school with us heard the, heard the episode and sent me a message and said, listening to you guys speak and the conversation you had pushed me to start my business. I had been on the fence about starting my business, but listening to you guys talk about manifestation, goal setting, building, trying to build a business and all this inspired me to start my business. And thank you. And that message to me was like, okay, yeah, this is this is what I this is this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I want to do because I, I I love those messages. Those are the messages that I want. Those are the that's the inspiration I want is to hear people say that I'm bringing them value, that I'm helping them change their lives. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest reward you can get. That's it. Yeah. I mean, when you start, that's what you want. You want people to listen and you want to have impact. Everything else is just like a bonus. It really is. It, it's, it is. Somebody it is. asked me that today. They said, like, what do you do? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, what do you do like every day? Like, why do you do what you do? And I said, because I want to help. I want to help. I don't ask how many downloads you have. I don't care. Whatever. We're going to have a good conversation and I'm going to learn something. Hopefully you're going to learn something. And that's it. Like, let's do it. I like podcasting. I like talking to people. Whatever. You know why? I remember what it was like to have five downloads an episode. And I remember getting a lot of people said no. Same I remember. Yeah. 
I remember that. And I said, you know what? When we quote unquote make it, yeah, yeah, I don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way. Now, eventually, will that happen? I don't know. I don't know. It's not there yet. So I'm going to keep hammering. And at the end of the day, the person who adds the most value wins eventually. And that's a belief that I have. If you add value and you just go add value and you expect nothing in return, that's rare. That is just a rarity nowadays. It stands out. And and that's that's another reason I feel people tune into the show is because I just be myself, mm-hmm. and that's what, and I and I and I allow my guests to be themselves, and I and I don't want people like oh why don't you script it? I'm like because then I won't it won't be authentic. Then it, people can tell when you're not being yourself, and for me it's like nah I just enjoy having a great conversation. I want my guests yes they're here to promote or whatever if they got a book or whatever they want to talk about or courses, whatever. But I want people to realize that, hey, this is a regular person just like them. Mm-hmm. This is someone who isn't a, a big-time celebrity, but they know what they're talking about. They're an expert at what they do. And they and it might they might have a, sh- a story to share as well. So yeah. it's, it's to me, it's a win-win, man, for me. Yeah, it's got to be. If it's not a win-win, it's a loss. Yeah. If it's not a win-win, it's a loss. And you got to find as many win-wins as you can. Well, you have losses, I'm sure. I'm sure you've had episodes where it was like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, like nails across the uh, <laughs> chalkboard. <laughs> That's par for the course. That is, the, the goal is to never make the same mistake twice. Not to, not to never make a mistake. Just try not to make the same one again. Oh, no. I've, honestly, out of, I've probably recorded um, audio and video combined. I've probably recorded over... 300 or something episodes mm. and maybe out of those episodes probably one i could probably count on one hand yeah. how many episodes i didn't enjoy mm. and there's a there's a there's a couple but <laughs> i'm like yeah i'm not releasing that episode. <laughs> that episode will never see the light of day <laughs> we've been there we've been there we, and, it's, we... and, it's, and and i don't blame the guests I blame myself. I, I, I'm more. I'm like, mm, what could have I? What could have I done to make the episode, yeah, differently? So I don't really blame the guest. It's it. I, I chalk it up to, a, it's a learning lesson. It's a lesson. Yeah. It's a lesson to be learned. So, yeah. Yeah. I blamed a couple of the guests. Why? I'll be honest. <laughs> I blamed a couple of them. I, I, well, yeah, uh, it was a couple real. of them that. It was a couple of them that. Yeah, just. just keep it I, real, this, you know? I had this. It was a couple of them that. It was. It was that they just. They didn't bring, they brought no energy to the, to the interview. Yeah. Like they just, they just wanted it to be, it sounded just like, it was just like everything they were trying to say was like, I don't know, not, not thought, not, they were just trying to give answers they thought I would want to hear. I don't know. It just didn't sound, it just didn't feel, it just didn't enjoy the conversation. So yeah, they, those episodes won't see the light. <laughs> yeah, we've been there. Par for, it's par for the course. It's par for the course. Do you do solo episodes still, or do you just do guests? I've no. I'm. I haven't done a solo in a while. Well, I just did a solo, a live solo a couple of weeks ago because I guess um, my boy Brian Snow he overslept. <laughs> he didn't make it. But uh, he 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 has a good excuse. So. He, he's just he's still recovering from can from back uh coming he's recovering from cancer hmm. so he still has his moments where he's still tired so i understood the reason so but there's there's moments where things happen life happens and you can't get upset over that yeah so i've had issues where my camera cuts off and or <laughs> one of the funniest things i had my my grandson came into the studio and he walked under my desk and he saw the big bright light on my desk <laughs> and decides that he's gonna go press that button. <laughs> and I'm in I'm right in I'm in the middle of an interview having a great conversation and everything goes black. <laughs> I'm like, and I look down and he looks up and he look at, he has these beautiful brown eyes and he's looking at me and he's like, Hey pop pop. And I'm like, can't get mad. <laughs> I, gotta, I, can't, I gotta laugh. I gotta because he just looks. He's just looking up to me. He's like, "What did I do?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm laughing. But the the crazy thing was the the guests 
kept talking and kept the show going until mm. I got back on. That's awesome. Because they were they were podcasters, so they knew something happened. They're like, mm. all right, we can't have this dead air. So then they just started talking and just. So it was cool to be able to to be able to have someone pick up the slack or pick just keep it going while I recover from this technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that that positive attitude is one of the reasons you'll you'll win. You're gonna have failures. That one of the reasons I I like to think I'm decent at this. I do think I'm good at podcasting. I've done it so many times. The reason why is I've just made so many mistakes. I mean, one thousand one hundred some odd episodes. That's one thousand one hundred. You're bound to make a few mistakes. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, all right, show up tomorrow and try to just try not to make that mistake again. And you got better. You got better. The reps. If you can do the reps, you sky's the limit. Sky's oh. the limit. I remember when I was doing audio and I actually forgot to press record oh, and we course. spoke for like hours or so, <laughs> and I go to realize and I'm like, I, I didn't press record. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> Did they redo it? Did they redo it for yes. you? Yes. Nice. Yes. We rescheduled and we redid it, but it was, it, we laughed about it though. And yeah, then, but then the second episode was even better because we had already had a great conversation and we yeah. knew we could, we could flow and all that. So the second conversation was even better. Yeah. I've made the mistakes. I can't get mad at somebody else for making them. I've made the same mistakes. I forgot to hit record. I didn't charge my camera. I didn't turn on the mic. You know, it's <laughs> it whatever. Happens. Yeah. It happens. So if it happens to you, what, you know, whatever, it's par for the course. It's a lesson learned. I'm, I'm now I make sure that I'm, <laughs> I make sure it says record. <laughs> <laughs> Is we make sure it says recording. Mm. But all right, so it is time now for you to um I'm gonna give you get get to get the solo screen and you get to um plug away. Oh, it's it's simple for me, wise. I keep it easy. We have a podcast called Next Level University. Uh, our motto is self improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. That's what I always recommend people go to because you'll get a good understanding of who we are and what we like to talk about. And if you have any questions or you need support on anything, please do not hesitate to message me. My handle is at neverquitkid on Instagram. I do all my social media and I would love to get to know you. All right. Simple uh, wise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, my friend. But don't leave just yet. As soon as I do my shout outs, um, we chat a little bit off the air right quick. I got a couple of questions to ask you. Whatever. Please, please, please. But um, all right, let me just uh, do shout outs. All right. So um, big shout out to everybody who showed in the, who showed up in the chat. A Pizzu, Andrew, V Lock. What up, big hawk? How you doing? Uh, big shout out to my real wise fam, Bobby J, Brandy J. Love you guys. Big shout out to the boss lady, Fina. Love you, baby, and appreciate everything you do for me. Big shout out to my guest, Kevin Palmieri, for coming through and and sharing his his story and sharing what he knows about podcasting, man. This was great. I had a great time. And as always, a big, big shout out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. You know how your boy Wise does it. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.